Hello, and welcome to Suburban Tarot. Today is February 28th. I believe it's the last day of the month. It's Monday. We're getting ready to start our week. And this is further insight in this episode to the card reading that I did on Instagram and Facebook for today. So it's looking like today we have decisions that we're trying to make but they seem to be a little bit halted or stagnant due to the fact that there are some distractions going on and lots of opinions in the mix which is causing us and urging the universe is urging us to take a different perspective on our decisions today and possibly look at them from a different angle. So what I like to do in these podcasts is break down each card um, and talk about the meaning. So we have a couple of wands, and as you know from last week, wands are all about fiery movement, passions, ideas, creativity, everything that kind of comes from your solar plexus or your inner fire or your inner spirit, the things that really get you jazzed and excited. That's what fiery wands represent. And these are the things that keep us excited about living. Okay? So we have the five of wands and we have the ace of wands, but the ace of wands is upside down. I don't, I'm sort of in a weird place with upside down cards. Um, I find myself sometimes reading them and sometimes not reading them. And it's a struggle for me, and this is where I would like to talk to other people that read tarot. And I am a member of some different discussion groups, so I need to bring this up, I guess, in a discussion group, because I happen to know that how you shuffle the cards can cause the cards to turn upside down. In fact, almost equally half the deck can go upside down. Um, However, I do feel like an upside down card can have value in the meaning of that card, especially in a reading like this where there's obviously a little bit of stagnation in movement, um, so it makes sense. But there, but so I, I struggle with the natural, physical, obvious, um, scientific way, basically, or the factual way that cards would go upside down, depending on how you shuffle. I also know that there are um, meanings in all the cards that cover the meanings of an upside down card. So I know some readers believe it's not necessary to read upside down cards. Some readers absolutely do. Uh, it makes sense to me, the meanings of the upside down cards. I'm just not sure that I believe that the universe has turned them upside down or I didn't do that with my hands when I shuffled the cards. So that's where I'm at. But in this reading today, we're going to use this upside down wand as a little bit of insight. And the message with the upside down wand, and since it's an ace, it's the beginning of some kind of exciting, creative, uh, fiery, hot burning project or move or something in your world that you're just getting started on and it's it's a budding idea so 
that's what the ace represents. And with it upside down, it's like, yeah, that idea is there, but it's not super clear. It's like a cloudy idea. It's not crystal clear, right? So I put that together with the five of wands, which shows a whole bunch of people almost in a battle. It looks like they're engaging in a battle. And um, it, they're not hurting each other because they're not swords. They're just sticks, but they're knocking them against each other. They're not hitting each other with the sticks, but they're definitely knocking the sticks against each other. And what this card indicates is collaborative opinions. <clears throat> so there's a little bit of aggression in this, but it's more like a friendly aggression. It hasn't gotten to the point of being nasty, stabbing, hurtful aggression. So we look at this as ideas because the wands are all about um, a passionate idea. So these people, imagine these people, instead of standing around with sticks, they're sitting at a conference table and everybody's talking at once and going, yeah, but what about this? Well, I think it should be this way. Well, yeah, we could go that way, but, you know, think of this idea. So everybody's got a different opinion or a thought and they're all trying to get it out there. And as a result, because everyone's talking at once and everybody's putting in at once, nothing is bubbling up from it, okay? We're not getting anywhere. We're just all, we're all talking at once and we're all throwing our ideas out there but there isn't one person going you know writing them down or trying to organize them there's no organization to the ideas so that could be a reason for the stagnation and movement today now randomly in this spread there is the two of cups which honestly i think doesn't relate to the other cards. It's like, this is just another thing going on in our day. So it's possible that you have met someone. We, I'll say we, because this reading is for all of us, that there's a partnership of some kind um, that also is going on. It could be, it, I mean, two would indicate it's a new partnership. It could be a new love relationship, it blossoming. It could be a new partnership. It could be a partnership with, with even a project, something that, that evokes that feeling of almost love or connection. So it's not really, not really passionate love at this moment, but there's definitely a connection with one specific person that you're having or a connection with one Pacific, specific thing that you're having, okay? So... There's a connection going on and that connection may be a bit distracting from all the other people that want to get into this thing and have an opinion, right? So you're either leaning towards the opinions of one person, you feel a connection with one person and there's too many people in the mix right now offering up their opinions or you just have this going on on the side and you're really not focused on this wand energy that's happening that needs to be figured out, right? So this partnership's either a distraction <laughs> that's keeping you from focusing on the immediate situation, or there's one person within this immediate situation that you feel a connection with, so therefore you're not really listening to anybody else. All of those above things are 
uh, keeping this situation from moving forward, okay? So I see the Queen of Swords and the Hangman as the solution that the universe is trying to present with to us. So I love that in these daily readings, in almost every one in the last week, I have had a character card. I've had a court card. Our court card or our character card today is the Queen of Swords. She's one of my favorites. Um, a lot of people see her as rigid and icy, cold, and uncaring. But she is actually that intellectual, factual, truth-seeking energy that is mixed with a little bit of emotion, enough emotion that she understands how to balance the two. So she's not so rigid like the King of Swords where, you know, it's fire. He takes his very rigid ideas and pushes them forward with fire and passion and balance and wisdom. So kings are wise and and fiery with whatever their ruling energy is. And with swords, it's intellect and that kind of thing. Queens are grounded, a little more grounded, um, and they are contemplative and understanding. There's where the emotion comes in. They're also wise and and that is coupled with whatever their ruling energy is, which in this case is the Queen of Swords. So the Queen of Swords, you can see the clouds. It's almost like she's sitting up in the clouds. And her attribute is sticking to the facts, you know, and, and, and realizing that there's always emotion involved, but she's wise enough to keep those emotions where they need to be and honor them. However, she comes from a place of, facts a fact-based place she tries not to let her emotions override what she sees the reason she's in the clouds like that is because the description of her is you know what i'm up above the clouds so am i imagine rising up above something and looking down on it now you see the whole picture because you're not standing inside of it anymore okay um, it's, I, I like to attribute that to when I walk into, you know, I'm a designer, I'm a, I'm a remodel designer, um, in my daily life. That's what I do as my work that pays my bills. <laughs> and, um, when I walk into a situation and people want ideas, you know, sometimes they come to me right away and other times they don't. And so I, I take all the measurements of the existing space, the walls, the ceiling height, everything. I get all the facts, the tangible facts that are before me. And then I go to my computer and I draw it out on the computer. Once it's drawn out, I am like above looking down on the plan. And then I can see the walls and I can see how they connect. And now I get a better idea of how I can move them around and create the space that my client desires. So that's kind of what the queen does. She rises up above the situation. That's why you see the clouds on the card and she looks down and now she can see what's going on in the entire situation and start pulling, you know, she, she gathers the facts, comes up, looks down, and now she can start making decisions. 
She understands the need to look at the situation from a different angle. Because sometimes, like in the Five of Wands, we're one of those guys with a stick and we're right in the middle of the battle or we're right in the middle of the collaboration and we're so in the middle of it, we can't step out of it and look in and understand what's going on because we're very hard and fast to our own thoughts and ideas. We can't, we don't have the perspective that we need to gather all the information. So that's what the Queen of Swords is telling us. And so what the universe is saying, you need to kind of invoke the Queen of Swords energy, embody it, embrace it, become her for the moment. So then we have the Hangman, and that's a major arcana card. And so I look at the majors as the universe's blessing, the universe's advice, the universe going, yep, this is what you need to do. Be the queen of swords. So, and then understand the lesson and the advice behind the hangman. So the hangman, interestingly enough, kind of reiterates what the queen of swords does when she has to make a decision. Um, he is hanging upside down from a tree. He has almost a glowy light around his head, almost like he's enlightened now. You know, the light, it's, think of the light bulb has gone off. It's like a light bulb. And interestingly enough, he's hanging there and he looks pleasant. His hands are folded behind his back. He doesn't look like he's in pain. He's just sort of hanging out. So the energy behind the hangman and the story and the lessons behind the hangman is looking at things from a different perspective because he's hanging upside down. So when we turn ourselves upside down and we're standing in a room and now we're upside down, we see things that we don't see when we're standing right side up. We see new things, right? So that's lesson number one. The other one is to not rush. Imagine you're in a cul-de-sac and you know, you know what a cul-de-sac is. It's a street that comes to the end and finishes off almost in a ball shape round. So you know what? You're just kind of hanging out there. You're waiting to decide. You're taking your time. You're not in a hurry. That is the other lesson with the hangman. And he's not upset. He's perfectly happy to wait until he becomes enlightened and the answers come to him. So the universe is telling you, yes, let's look at things from a different perspective and stick to the facts. But these facts may need to be seen from a different angle. And the angle of the queen of swords is rising above it all and looking down on the situation, removing yourself, okay? So that is the advice today. Remove yourself from this situation that is not moving forward because there's too many, there's too many distractions and interferences and too much idea and thought and opinions. And there may be a good opinion inside of those opinions, but you can't see them. So remove yourself, separate it all out, figure out what the facts are and spend some time looking in from the outside rather than being on the inside and trying to figure it out. 
That's today, Monday, February 28th. Thanks for tuning in to Suburban Tarot, and I can't wait to talk to you next time. Have a great day. Bye-bye.